How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Audio Architects. My name is Mike, and I have a very special friend here today, my good buddy Mads, all the way from Denmark, the owner of Audio Vector. How are you doing, Mads? I'm doing very well, Mike. Thank you very much for having me at uh, at your podcast today. Oh, it, it's a party now because, you know, I got Audio <laughs> Vector here with me. Um, exactly. So I've been a huge fan of your of, of your everything, you know, because <laughs> obviously I, I'm on Instagram quite a bit and I see your posts and I see your speakers and man, and I'm not, the, I'm not the only one. Everybody's salivating over how beautiful the speakers are and how, um, you know, how much detail and, and, and quality goes into it. So, uh, I'm kind of curious, what is the history of audio vector? Like, can you tell me a little bit about how you guys started and, and all that good stuff? Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm very flattered. And uh, and uh, we you know we appreciate people that that like what we do because we put our hearts and our lives into this you know um, mm-hmm. we we're a Danish company we're family owned we are in uh, in nowhere near uh, capital fund business we do what we like and what we love and and uh, my father my father started this company in 1979 oh, so wow. so yeah. Yeah, and he's a 1950s kid. Well, he's from 49. And, uh, and you know, this was a generation that has, you know, especially in Europe, break out of the parents' control and, you know, iron gripping away. So, so he actually decided to move away from his hometown to do exactly what he wanted and what he loved, and that was to build speakers. I mean, he was a hippie, you know. He looked, he looked like a white Jimi Hendrix. Uh, oh, with, with the <laughs> with the afro and uh, no shoes and you know just loving music loving music. Mm-hmm. awesome and, uh, yeah so it just grew from there huh so he started in 1979 was it only speakers i mean it was just like one line of speakers or was he was he kind of dabbling and, and experimenting with with a different stuff but he was actually working at a hi-fi shop, and at the same time, he's a, he's educated as a journalist as well. So he was writing for High Fidelity in Denmark, and oh, wow. uh, and a good friend of his came and said, uh, you know, I need to make make a special pair of speakers for him, and mm. uh, took a little time. And but after manufacturing the first pair of pair of speakers, he was hooked. He was hooked. And then in uh, in '79, the the F3 it was called F3 back then F3 because that was the name of of, of the place he was entering the building. And um, mm. F3 Tapets had sold 50,000 pieces, which is a lot over nine years. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. lot of speakers. Yeah. And it came so, as a kit, and it came as, a, as, a, as an already built speaker. But if you bought it as a kit and built it yourself, you would mm-hmm. receive, I think, 15 points um, tax reduction for loudspeaker taxes in Denmark. So everyone built it themselves. Wait a second. So in Denmark, they charge you to, Denmark, to buy a yeah. speaker? They charge you everything. Nuts, oh. speakers, doesn't alcohol, doesn't matter what you buy. There's a special tax for everything. Wow. That's <laughs> that's not fun. But we're a happy country. We have good hospitals, free daycare, all these things. So, you know, it adds up in a good way. There is yeah, that. country <laughs> to be in. <laughs> yeah, I, I've only heard good things about Denmark. So, yeah, it's... it's uh, it's incredible how different, you know, sometimes uh, the cultures and the, the governments are and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, for the most part, I think most of Europe kind of has it together. But um, so you took over, I believe, what, six years ago? Yeah, almost seven years ago. I, okay. 
Well, I, I started in the company seven years ago. I took over three, three and a half years ago. Um, okay. I was in I was in real estate for a long time. Oh wow! Uh, I started in real estate when I was nineteen. Okay. And uh, when I was twenty nine, I started working with Audio Vector, and it mm -hmm. was um, it was a choice. It was a, it was a choice that I've been you know thinking about for a long long time. I'm. It wasn't really an imitation from my father because he's very free soul. He didn't want to push me into anything. Mm -hmm. This was something that, you know, I just one day woke up and thought, this is now, this is it. I've, you know, it's been very good to be investing in property, selling property, taking property in. It was, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I wanted to work with people that was, you know, doing what they wanted. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be for the money or for the prestige or for the status. It should be something where, you know, you have people around you that love coming to work. Yeah. And um, maybe, yeah, I hope you understand what I mean, but I always like to work, you know. I never thought no, I, I, I up I, six in the morning, you know. <laughs> I totally yeah. feel you, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes yeah. it not work, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you basically turned a, a – you know, a hobby and into a, into a career, but at the same time, this is your family business. So you, you, in a way you have like so much heart into it, you know, because it is a family business, Yeah. but at the same time, like you, you love what you do. So, I mean, exactly. not many people can say that a lot of people go to their nine to fives, you know, and, and do that all their life. And then they turn 65 and they retire and they're like, what, what happened with all this time? You know, exactly. I, I, I you know, instead of saying, hey, I'm going to take the leap of faith mm -hmm. and just go do what I like and yeah. do what I want, you know, and I think that's very admirable, man, because obviously your dad did that. You know, your dad was, you know, put in the work. Obviously, now he's probably just relaxing, right? Or is he is he still like active oh, in the company? Oh, no, he's very active, you know, he's <laughs> uh, he's 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 uh, he's turning 72 as far as I remember next mm -hmm. time, which is New Year's Eve. And he's uh, no, he's very active. He's obviously not doing seven days a week anymore, which is sure. which is not and it's not needed anymore. But he is very much, very much involved in all engineering, and he's training me as well. You know, because when you start, I was twenty-eight or twenty-nine when I started in this company, and you know, I was. You think you know everything? I knew nothing. You know, I knew mm -hmm. the basics of the company, but there's so many, you know, so many sides to it, so many angles to it. So I, I still need his help, of course, to to function and grow and and have and have a, you know, and have a success. And well, what I what I think is amazing is that um, you are doing from a marketing standpoint, because I, I do a lot of marketing. Uh, from a marketing standpoint, you're doing a phenomenal job Thank with you your know. social media with you know with your website with everything it just looks so clean and nice and 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 professional i mean you're doing a really good job i i think your dad is obviously very proud of you and he, he i think he knows he's leaving it in good hands so um i think that that's fantastic so what are you excited about right now you have a couple speakers that uh well one that you showed me a little bit ago that i <laughs> i almost i almost lost myself over yeah, um, yeah, i was yeah. calling it the maserati of speakers yeah, but you. um is that your most exciting speaker for you or what's your favorite speaker that you make what and why that's again there's so many angles to that question because mm -hmm. Obviously, it's easy to say I, you know, I'm choosing the most expensive one, which has the, you know, which is uh, engineered in the in in the, in you know in the less easiest way. 
but but um, I do love the R8. The R8 <laughs> is uh, second from the top. It's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful speaker that uh, my father and I engineered together from the oh, wow. beginning. And this has yeah, has a special place in my heart, of course, because this is you know a real introduction to high end. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually engineered the QR series, which goes from you know about fifteen hundred dollars to Thirty-five hundred, maybe four thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was a good project for me as well. I and 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 um, and they also close to me. But doing something at seventy thousand dollars with your dad to learn and experience how you actually build the speaker from the bottom that was amazing. That was amazing. That's incredible, and, and you manufacture. Uh, you, I mean, you manufacture everything right there where you are, right? Right, and yeah, that's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that, that's really cool because not only is it a family-run business, you know, you're, you're not dealing with corporations and stuff like that. I think this is a conversation we had the other day when we talked on the phone. I was telling you how, you know, sometimes these companies get bought and sold, bought and sold, bought and sold to where they lose their identity. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to name any names because, you know, I, I tell you, no I kind of do business with some of them. Yeah. But um, the thing is, it's like you see that happening and it's almost disheartening to see, you know, iconic companies just get diluted, you know, and I think that audio vector is one of those companies that will, that will not happen to, you know, I think it, it will not happen to us. Um, absolutely not. But you have have, you, you have to think about if this is not in any way to, to, to sound arrogant, but if I was, let's say that I was not prepared to to go into the family business, which so many young people are not, because they want to do their own thing and they want to experience, you know, they, they want to show that that they can do everything themselves, and especially maybe they want to show their dad that they're not not depending on him. You know? mm-hmm. um, but if I wasn't there, I'm not sure where Audio Vector would be at the moment. You know, probably be sold or taken over. Hopefully not by Capital Fund. But it is also very important that there there are, there are some people. Maybe not family, but trained people around you that can actually take care of the company and you know, and and move it along and and have it grow a little. Because if you if you're 70, 75 years old and your company is doing well and you have no one to pass it on to, it's not in your power to you know, you have a little power, but only a little to decide yeah. where it's going to go and how it's going to proceed. Yeah, and that's 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 tough. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, luckily, you, luckily you have kids that you can pass it on to. Hopefully, someday they'll yeah. they'll be they'll be as into audio as you are. You know, yeah. I have a small um, boy, one and a half, called Conrad, and and oh, but there's no, there's awesome. no, yeah, there's there's no there's no security that he wants to do this. And I've been asked this before, you know, and, and he has to want it. And if he wants it, he really wants it. He really, really wants it. Then he can do it. But mm. he can never feel pushed or pressured into doing this. You know. Sure. He has to do his own thing, and uh, he has to feel the same as, as, uh, as, as I do now. You know about how how to go to work, and that is Just, my finest, uh, me and my wife's finest job to teach him mm-hmm. find something that you love to do, so you're not you know having this nine to five thought in your head all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Well, and the cool thing is, it's like it's not like you. This isn't farming, you know, so it's like you do something cool already. You know, this is like a cool industry that you're in. So I think once he starts going to shows, he goes to maybe to Munich and to, you know, to a couple of these big shows. And he's like, dang, dad, this is cool. You know, <laughs> I yeah, think yeah, I think he's yeah. going to be definitely hooked. But um, I hope so, so. You, 
when you were a kid and you were growing up, did you, were you just surrounded by speakers all the time and good yeah. music and, and fun? Yeah. And, man. Yeah, uh, I was, um, well, back, uh, back when I was a kid, my father used to import lin, lin parts, you know. And uh, Ivar Tiefenbrunn used to stay at our house when there was oh, a wow. show in Denmark or there was, a, you know, dealer visits and so on. He also used to import name, did name for 18 years, Arkham of Cambridge for 25. He was wow. uh, a flatline on now Nordos, first export account as far as I, I'm informed as well. Um, Jacques Marul from Focal, he bought, he was his first export account for base drivers for his kit systems as well. Wow, so, these know, are some heavy duty. These are some heavy duty names you just dropped, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, but but basically, um, Ole 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 is my father's name was uh, was one of the first in Danish uh, high end that really took it serious. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just being in business that long—that's a good sign, you know. And the it's fact that you're going strong, you know, and you have a huge presence, and uh, I mean, your your I think your product speaks for itself. You know, it's just such a, a beautiful finish. Uh, I have a good question, though. Do you do custom orders for people? If someone says, hey, I want this speaker, but I want it in that color. Is that something absolutely. you guys do? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. We, we Unfortunately, it's too difficult for us to do it with veneers, but we do mm-hmm. it with ev- any special car lacquer that you might like. Okay. Uh, we we work with uh, we work with a very special German sports car brand, that Danish division. So they actually paint all our speakers. That so, is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's say that you want a, a you know Ferrari red or a Porsche gray or an Audi green or something like that, then we can supply you with that exact color, not something wow. that looks like that color. It is that color. Uh, there is an eight week wake uh, wait eight weeks wait. For, mm-hmm. for custom colors, uh, and it's it's sprayed by hand in in Denmark, one hour from here south, um, and and yeah, so they do Porsches, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, old Bentleys, old American muscle cars, all these things. If you want a custom job, these are the mm-hmm. guys to go to. So I, I'm a huge fan of uh, of AMT tweeters, and yeah. I noticed that you use you use them in your in your speakers. Yeah. Uh, are you are you kind of with me on that? Is that kind of your favorite tweeter to use? Because I, I just love the high end on a, on a nice AMT, you know? You know, an AMT is, it's, I think, it's the best tweeter in the world. And, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we, we also have speakers with dome tweeters, and they do sell well, and they sound amazing. It's for a different clientele. It's for a different yeah. clientele. Sure. Uh, the AMTs, they're just, they're just so resolved. They go so high. They're so, they're so delicate in a way. It's mm-hmm. like a wonderful French burgundy wine. You know, it has all the nuances. And it's not too heavy. You don't get tired of it, but it has to be controlled. And this yeah. is also why 20 years ago, uh, Ole, my father, he enjoyed his, his own version of an AMT, which is open to the rear. Really? And that means it actually breathes, yeah, breathes through the rear baffle, and it's not closed in any enclosure like many other AMTs. And that actually makes it sound free. Wow. Another thing is that it's mounted. It's mounted in three points, Teflon cages, instead of being, you know, screwed hardly to the cabinet. So it's a floating construction as well. So I some think. of that vibrations that the drivers are causing in the cabinet, of course, will affect the tweeter, but not as much as in, in any ordinary case. Right. And, I, and then, I, know that, I know that you're not, like, I know you're not looking to do 
you know, subwoofers in the future for near future, but I know you do have a couple subwoofers right now. Now, are you a fan of subwoofers? Cause I'm a huge fan of subwoofers. So, and I know a lot of two channel people kind of like cringe when you tell them, Oh, subwoofer, you know, what do you feel about that? Do you, do you think a good two channel setup deserves a subwoofer or, or, or do you think the subwoofer may be more for a, like a home theater application? I think that subwoofers in, in two channel is a little bit misunderstood in many ways. Mm-hmm. So, so we started making subwoofers because we do home cinema as well. Right. It, it is not something that we focus as much on as two channel, but you can always get a full surround sound, either in the QR series or the R series. This is important for us to, 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 uh, to be able to supply because musical concerts, man, this is a, that can be an amazing experience. It's mm-hmm. not all about having, you know, a fighter jet, uh, you know, sh- shooting missiles. It's not. It's not always about that. It can be done on a cold Saturday evening, something like that, live in Paris, you know, with a good glass of wine. That is, for me, it's therapy. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have it. And um, I would say I don't have subwoofers in my home. And okay. demonstrations in here with subwoofers. And what is, you know, extraordinary, if you set it up right, then you actually get a much better mid-range from the speakers when adding a subwoofer. So but hmm. a subwoofer is added to be not heard. Okay. You understand what I mean? I, I totally understand what you're saying. So it has so, to like underlay, giving that, you know, foundation of soft and easy base to support the speaker. Well, I think in many cases, and this is just my own opinion, of course, many cases, people, they crank up the subwoofers because they like bass heads, and that's fine too. But it's very yeah. fine. You know, every everything for each taste. You know, there's nothing wrong with anything. But with, if I use a subwoofer, it is to improve the mid range and and to give that extra dynamics to to. Totally, I, and I totally agree with you. Um, and it, it's good that you mentioned home cinema because you do um, in do you do in wall custom installation stuff like that? In wall, on wall, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In 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 five different variations. So you can have it with. An AMT tweeter you can have with a dome tweeter. We make uh, we make uh, speakers for restaurants. Um, wow. The expensive one goes, of course, in the in the more high end restaurants. We did a we did a restaurant in Grand Central Central Station a few years ago. Uh, it's a Michelin star restaurant. We do all across Europe um, high end setups for 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 beautiful places. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. incredible. Yeah, yeah, because I've noticed that a lot of people are starting to. Well, obviously, I wouldn't if I owned a pair of audio vectors. I would want to. Sh- I would want to show them off, but a lot of people are taking in in home cinema more so. Are take want to take away the the speakers off the floor? You know, they want them in the wall or they want them hidden and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, uh, is that a huge chunk of, of of business that's coming in now, like more more now than ever, or? Is that something that is still like you do, but it's not like a huge part of things? Uh, it's getting it's getting bigger. It's getting okay. bigger. And just talking about subwoofers, I have a lot of people putting a, you know pair of arretes in in the wall, and then a subwoofer uh, maybe hidden away, and that can give you a, a very good performance, like a very good performance. But no, it's not a huge part of our business, and I don't think it will ever be because our focus okay. is somewhere else. We are yeah. not necessarily necessarily where, uh, you know, where the wine is uh, the coldest. We are where we want to be. Just you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So if the market arises with home cinema or Dolby Atmos, we're not necessarily going to follow that, just because okay. that's that, that that's the new thing, short thing. Two channels sure. been here for how many years? Yeah. Right? Like a long you got a good point. You got a good point. And um, if, if if we focus, then we grow organically every year, and we get to do whatever we want. But if mm-hmm. we, you know, jump around, has to be specialized in all kinds of things, then we won't be able to improve our two channel. Sure, sure. And, 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 and you mentioned to me that your your speaker designs are, are patented, right? Like nobody can copy your design. They can't. They can't mimic you, right? No, they can try. They can try. They won't succeed. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we have um, we have made we are making our drivers. We're making our tweeters by hand. Our cabinets are made for us. It doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's mid end or it's super high end. All aluminum, all baffles, all crossovers, everything is is attached to Audio Vector. And I am absolutely one hundred percent that our suppliers will not make the same for anyone else. But this is okay. also a lifelong commitment to suppliers. I mean. The guy that makes the print for for for, for, for our crossovers, he's mm-hmm. 250 kilometers um, north from here. Okay. He made the first print for my for my dad in 1979. Wow. He's he's still supplying. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool that you've kept the original kind of the original team, you know, together yeah. as, as I'm sure as well as you could, because I know when time passes, people, people kind of move on and stuff, but that's incredible because no one knows that, that, that set up better than that guy, right? Like that guy knows your, how you like your sound. He knows how you like things made. You never make mistakes. Never. Yeah. That's awesome. That is that's so also, cool. You know, we don't, you know, if people say, so how many products break? I say, I don't, I don't know. 0.05 maybe it's not wow. and if if it might be a faulty driver then it's you know three three five pairs in a year maximum wow if so it should happen we send you a new driver you know it's like right. it's so little so it's not even in the budget yeah, I mean, this is like buying a sports car. You, you, you know, it's it's something that, and then that's another thing we were talking about the other day, was that. This is something that you, this is an investment that you'll have for 15, 20, 30, 40 years. You know, people are going to still have audio vector products in their house. And you were telling, weren't you telling me that, uh, you know, there's still, you know, people still have speakers from when, you know, your dad first started and stuff like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can, we can still actually refurbish them. We have, uh, we have, uh, we have a, a driver repair service that helps us, uh, you know, if the roll has, has, has broken or, yeah, no, yeah, we can do, I did, we did a 27 year old speaker for a Taiwanese woman half a year ago. It's a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful six, it's called six, it was a six edged um, black, big black piano with bobinga wood on the front. And wow. um, yeah, and uh, we, we had painted, we refreshed the wood, we changed the drivers, we made Ableton transformers to fit it. And um, that's of cool. course it is, it's a costly thing to do. But she sure. contacted us saying that her father was unfortunately, he passed away. And uh-huh. this was his, this was his, you know, his greatest love, you know, of, of his, um, of his uh, older days was to listen to music on his audio vector. So she wanted him, she wanted to be in, in her home. So of course we took the job, you know, and I oh, think that's we even, special. That's yeah, incredible. We even, we even helped her a little bit, you know, with a few things because this was a good, this is a 
good story and this is something something you don't hear every day no and and having that connection with the with the customer you know and and building that relationship is priceless you know that's something that you're going to remember forever you know that the fact that you were able to immortalize this man with with these speakers i mean as far as the 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 young lady was concerned so that is incredible man i actually like that actually kind of moved me man that's that's because i mean um my my father passed away uh five years ago so i i kind of i kind of felt that you know i kind of felt that so that's incredible that you know she was able to hold on to that because that's Mm -hmm. a a very special i'm sure that's a very special thing for her and for you guys to kind of kind of give it a, a little bit of a makeover and, and, and put some new parts in and, and, oh, and they make, look brand new. They look brand oh, I'm new. sure they're going to last another 20, 30 years, you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. um, that's incredible, man. You, you, yeah. you are a good guy. You're a, you're an upstanding guy, man. I, I, and I think that this company is in very good hands. Um, I, I guess the next question is, is if someone after watching this is like, okay, I gotta have one, you know, yeah, yeah. or do you do direct sales or do you no. do, uh, are you only, are you only dealers? Yeah, I only, we, we go to dealers or distributors and, uh, and, uh, for us, uh, we have, I think we're not that big yet, but I, I'm, I'm absolutely sure that we will, we will be coming there organically in, mm-hmm. in the near future. Well, I think we think we have seven dealers now Okay. and, uh, and of course all of them are good guys. We have a beautiful, wonderful guy called uh, PJ Pedro Sonosa. He's our brand manager in the U.S. Awesome. He's doing uh, Belcanto as well, and and have done done a few good brands. Uh, he he's he's uh, he's around sixty years. Very very nice guy, and he mm-hmm. knows a lot about all Juventus. He's been here. He's coming here when the COVID is 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 allows him to travel. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the dealers that we have in U.S. these guys, man, they are so dedicated. It yeah. really, it's like it's, it's, I'm not going to say anything to towards anyone else, but this is a d- different level of dedication, and I really like that, you know. And if you yeah, know, if they really like I'm it, sure they're they'll fans. go through fire and war for the brand, you know. And this is something that I really appreciate and really, I'm really proud of. That's awesome. Yeah, I. You have to be, you have to become a fan because just the story alone, you know, and meeting you and, and everything. I hope to meet, I, 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 we need to bring your dad on here too, to, to, to talk to us one of these days, but, uh, of course we can do that. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Have you, have you ever done uh Rocky mountain audio fest? Have you done that show yet? No, I was, I was supposed to do everything, uh, you know, this year and, and just before COVID, but, uh, well, no, you will see me. You will see me. Yeah, because I'm, I'm here in Denver. So if you do Rocky Mountain Audio Fest, you and I are going to definitely have a cold beer afterwards and hang out. And Only one? And, oh, well, you know, <laughs> we'll see where it all ends up. <laughs> oh, man. And I'll say the same to you. If you're ever in Europe or in Denmark, you're very welcome, you know? And I'll be happy to, happy to to house you and uh, to treat mm-hmm. you like, uh, like family here. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think Rocky Mountain. I think you would get a really big kick out of Rocky Mountain Audio Fest because yeah. not only will you probably see a lot of friends of yours, you know, because yeah, a lot of sure. a lot of I'm sure. I mean, the, let's be honest. The audio industry is a small community. You yeah, know, every, everybody kind of knows everybody, and you know, so you'll probably end up seeing a lot of buddies. And it's it's in a beautiful uh, hotel. I mean, it's it's the hotel is incredible. Um, the only thing I think the only. I, I wouldn't say negative takeaway, but the only opportunity I think that it has is a lot of 
companies got these smaller rooms and i don't think they they get they these small rooms give the speakers that were in there a chance to really you know yeah yeah. Yeah. so because there were certain rooms that were like suites right and they had you know these huge setups and that was fine it sounded great in there but some companies had these smaller rooms and it was unfortunate because like i said I, i don't think they had enough space in there in these hotel rooms to really show off what they can do um however you know uh, i think it went really well i enjoyed it i I, there was like seven or eight floors of audio so for Mm. anybody that's into audio i think it's an awesome event i'm upset because we 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 were supposed to have cedia for our second year here this year and um luckily i was able to um participate in the uh virtual expo for cedia Mm -hmm. um because i was uh helping out with accurus and alcon's audio Mm -hmm. um uh, two very very nice people you know good brands and um but it's not the same you know it's not the same as going to the actual event and hearing the 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 speakers and that's just the unfortunate part of the the whole covid thing man it's it really messed things up you know yeah it did it's like we have to get used to new normal you know it's mm-hmm. not gonna come it's not gonna come back to what it was that's over i think uh but um but then it's a good thing that you know, humans are good at at adjusting, you know, yeah. to make things yeah, to make things happen. You know, that's what we do. But we yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll be back at in uh, in some way. You know, within a year or two, but it's going to take some time. And um, and um, I would love. You know, we've been we've been present at Rock Mountain, I think, two years with a good deal of ours from San Francisco, and and that has went very well. We're playing Del Canto. And that you know it sounded good. Everyone was happy. It was a small room, as you mentioned. We played mm-hmm. the SR three one year and the R three, you know the the new model, the second year, and you know that it went very well. And and it seems like people they really like it. And that's the thing about our speakers. You can put them in a small room. You can put them in yeah. a big room, and they will perform very nicely in both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to. I need to hear these. <laughs> You will. You will. I'll make, sure, I'll make sure that happens very soon. Oh, I need to hear these someday because, uh, you know, it's just I saw I even saw a video. Uh, someone posted a video of uh, a flex video of, of one of the woofers flexing and, and doing its thing. And I'm like, man, like I'm, I, I got so excited because I knew I was doing this interview with you. And I'm like, I cannot wait to talk to him about all this stuff, you know, because yeah. I mean, I've, I've been into this stuff since I was a kid. My brother got me into it. Um early on very early on i was probably five or six years old when i started playing with his his techniques cd player and he had the the huge floor standing woofers and everything and mm-hmm. he played i mean he worked hard for everything he had but yeah. he continued on in the audio industry um ended up uh doing retail and then working for uh, audio quest later on um uh, you know doing that yeah so he he did that for a long time too so he he's been in that industry for a while and uh, but I owe my love for audio. I owe it to him, you know, and yeah. I always tell people that it's, it, it was, it's been a, it, he showed me music. I, I mean, you'll never catch a six-year-old in that time frame listening to Morrissey and the Smiths and, you know, uh, Duran Duran, Depeche Mode. This is, yeah. these are all bands that I was like listening to and yeah. uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, all these yeah. bands I was listening to because of him. 
when all these other kids are listening to to nonsense you know uh, to you know just regular things that are on the radio so i had a chance to really uh, build an appreciation for music and i think that we kind of we kind of see eye to eye there because i think you have that same appreciation for music yeah. you know and mm-hmm. i think you design these these incredible um these incredible uh, i would call them vessels you know to to enjoy music the way you want them to be heard or do you, the way you imagine it should be heard, you know? Exactly. Well, this is something, this is the DNA. This is the old DNA of this company. And this is, you know, it's not allowing us to make something we don't like, mm-hmm. you know, people ask, so when is the new model going to come? I said, oh, I don't know when it's done. Yeah. It's like, well, when I mean, it's done, it's when it sounds right. It, it's not, that's I, when I don't it's think done. it's that. I don't think it's that type of company, though. I think, like, if you ask one of the the mass producers, you know, the the people that are in Best Buy, you know, those companies, yeah, you ask them, when's your next launch? Because it's something new comes out every year, mm-hmm. you know? But with something like yours, it's like, if you build this masterpiece, you're like, why, why do I need to build <laughs> another one so soon, you know? Mm-hmm. Enjoy yeah. this one because this one's perfect, you know? Exactly. And that's what sometimes people don't understand about the uh, a luxury company is that um and i don't want to give you a stigma for being you know a, a luxury company but you are i mean it's, it's a nice luxury company it's a luxury speaker yeah. um it's just people need to understand that it's not about the next big thing it's about enjoying what you have and what you've built and what you what you're what you're what you want people to enjoy you know yeah yeah yeah, and I agree with you. And, and we have, of course, requests for people who want us to put different tweeters in and use something, you know, off-the-shelf drivers. And why don't you use, you know, this crossover or this, you know, this part? Or and it's like, you know, you know, because you know, whatever we make, we make it to sound good. Mm-hmm. We have a rough measurement, and everything else is done by ear at five different locations. One with a little damping, one with a little more damping, one that's completely minimalistic, one is a beach house, you know, and I can keep going. We have a listening team, and when I announce that something is going to come, then Mm -hmm. it's 99% ready. And the last percent, we're going to use six months of clearing to find out how we get that last percent, how we get 100% comfortable with the new product, and then we begin to ship it. I still think uh, using human ears is the best measurement tool. Absolutely. You know, because I can, I can, I have an REW, I have a microphone, I, ha- I have all these things that I use whenever I review, because I do a lot of reviews. And whenever I review a speaker, I almost don't want to do this. Because I don't like seeing the curve, because if I like the way it sounds, if I hear mm-hmm. it, and I listen to it, I like the way it sounds. And then it just measures like, like complete crap. It upsets me. It's like it breaks my heart, because I'm like, I like the way that sounds. And but the computer's telling me I shouldn't, you know, and that's why I really don't like using measurement tools. They are good for certain things. I mean, yeah. to, to get things equalized and everything, but overall I like using my ears. If I think something sounds good, it's because I think it sounds good. Not because maybe the next guy will think it doesn't sound good, but um, I'm, you know, this is very, very different. What people like, you know, it's like, which candy do you like? Which wine do you like? Which, car would you like to drive which girl would you mm-hmm. like to kiss or oh boy it doesn't matter you know this is everything is about taste but of sure. course there are some things that you know are in some kind of way regular you know you can hear if it's flowing if it sounds nice and if you have details and if you have punch in the bass and so on most people like that and then mm-hmm. it's the nuances that you know can maybe separate people in taste you understand what i mean yeah, absolutely um, absolutely yeah. Yeah. and 
it seems that you've uh, man, like I said, I can't wait. I, can't, I would love to hear that someday. So once I hear it, I'll, I'll be able to, you and I'll be able to have a whole nother conversation. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about to you to try. So, so let's, uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be, that'd be great. Um, so later on here in this episode, we're going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be showing clips from your, um, tour, the tour of your facility. Yeah. So that's something else that is exciting. Uh, you are going to be releasing that as well in its full entirety. And I'll put a link to that in the description below. So that way everybody can go see the full video on your, on your channel. And I'll just, I'll just put, you know, I'm going to put some, some highlights from that tour uh, throughout uh, just, you know, to make it concise. So that way people will go see, you know, the, the whole thing on your channel. Um, so apart from speakers, um, anything else kind of, kind of wild you're kind of thinking about doing or anything i'm not, I'm not asking if you're if you have anything new coming out i'm just saying is there anything else that interests you aside from like like traditional floor standing speakers and subwoofers stuff like that well if we're talking in the audio business we have something coming and i'm not telling you what yet but you know <laughs> i will around new year we have we have okay. something we have something cooking and it's not a new speaker model but we have renewed our whole program the last three years and Right sure. now, it needs to, you know, have time to set, you know, yeah. and, 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 and stable down and, you know, get have have sales and, you know, get the dealers and, and, and yeah, it needs to breathe, you know, it it's needs like, to breathe. And like, like, like you said before, you know, we're not a, you're not a one year, one new product company, you know, sure. So, 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 but yeah, we have a few things in the pipeline that are very relevant to what we do. Okay. And uh, I can reveal more to you around New Year. I'll be happy to do that oh, on the podcast as well then. We'll definitely be uh, talking for sure. But, you know, we in this in this house, you know, we in this house, we have three floors. We have, we have 2,000 square meters. We have uh, wow. two, two speaker productions and one part production. And that's, you know, I'm going to show you some in the video, not everything, because some things are... You know, you gotta, for us you gotta, to keep, you gotta keep your secrets, secret. yeah. yeah, yeah sure, sure. <laughs> uh, we always have 2,500 cabinets in stock, and uh, we've actually been able to deliver throughout COVID completely. Really? With normal lead times, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, this I'm very proud of, and this, this has also made us a little bit more known because if we weren't the first choice, we were the second, and people mm -hmm. now found out that maybe the second was maybe better than the first. Wow. And um, you, you know, I, I've heard a few companies tell me that um, more, it's more so boutique luxury brands tell me that they've actually done okay during COVID. And some brands are even saying that they, they saw an increase. And I'm thinking, I think people are just at home and they want to listen to good music. You know, they want to, they want to hang out and if they have the means, obviously, I know, I know a lot of people are, are, are struggling right now, which, yeah, which is we very have to be careful. So many people lost their jobs and I yeah. think it's a difficult situation. And, and with all due respect, if you look at what, what we are selling, we are selling something which are higher end and will, sure. you know, affect, you know, less people um, in, 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 you know, uh, it's difficult to say, but, we actually grew. Yeah, and we we grew we grew a lot. Yeah, I I, I have been hearing that quite 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 often now, and it's it's good, it's great, you know. And I know I know the situation sucks, you know. It really oh, sucks. It's a bad situation. It's just so, so many. Situation. Yeah, you know, so many people, you know, have been affected by this, and yeah. but 
you know, I think we will rebuild, you know, our community, our society. We have to, you know, we have to. I mean, and, you know, once we can finally figure out to get the the world united, you know, we can all start helping each other out. But, uh, you know, the, the audio industry is one of these things that bring a lot of different countries together. You know, I think it's one thing because I know now just being in this industry, doing what I do now, I, I know people all over Europe. I know people in Australia. I know people in Asia. It's it's incredible how many people appreciate audio and, and it just brings everybody together because it's it's such a fun thing to talk about. You know, it, audio it's, is like therapy. Sorry, about, sorry, about, but, you know, it's therapy. It's. When you, it's when you're sad, it's when you're happy, it's when you want to drink, it's when you want to relax, it's when you're, you know, want to meditate, it's when you're driving your car, it's when you're at the gym going for a walk. Mm-hmm. You can use music and maybe audio for, you know, for everything. And I don't, it's, you know, I don't, you know, apart from shoes and clothes, I don't know, you know, like <laughs> a media you can bring like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, as we get older too, because I think we're, I think we're close to the same age. I'm 37. So, uh, Okay, so I'm a, I'm a little bit older. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, as we get older, if you let's say you're you're on, I, I don't know what you use it. I use Spotify because I, I know I should be using Title or Quo Buzz, but I just I'm more comfortable with Spotify. But um, well, yeah, yeah, I know no, I understand. I understand. It has a, it has a nice interface. It's easy with your playlist and all that. You know. Yeah. yeah I I used I use Title mostly. Playing vinyl mm-hmm. a lot. We still play a lot of cds and i still at home as well for me my wife used spotify because it's easy spotify yeah. directly into whatever streamer and amp and all that so but i you know it's, if i go for a walk and i have my earphones and so on it's not and it's not really about the high frequencies it's about getting that music in your ears you know and getting that mm-hmm. you know getting that uh, mood or feeling in your brain, you know, and then, you know, I can sit down after and listen to an Amazon transformer on a big system think, Oh man, it's so dynamic. It's so, yeah. it's so everything. But I think music is for so many different things. Yeah. And, and um, what I was thinking is that, have you ever had that moment where, you know, you're listening to either title or, you know, whatever the streaming service and you come across, you know, a certain playlist or a certain song and you just start remembering, you know, yeah, you start remembering things from when you were in your teenage years, your yeah. your twenty, your early twenties. It was just, I, I mean, I had a lot of fun in my twenties, but it, it's one of those things where you, you, certain songs kind of move you and kind of make you remember certain certain even certain events and certain experiences and certain times you know and that's how powerful music can be yeah it it, it's it's a conduit into your brain that allows you to relive emotion and relive experiences and you got to do it the right way you know i I agree with you and i actually have the same history as you you know when everyone else was listening to i don't know techno or or whatever, you know, in their, you know, early 20s. I was listening to Jethro Tull, Led Zeppelin, Bob Dylan. And, you mm-hmm. know, I only had one buddy who wanted the same as me, Grand Funk Railroad. His father brought us Grand Funk Railroad, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we was, you know, when everyone was partying around too, we would go back to my place and listen to music, you know, fire up that system, mm-hmm. drink some beer or whatever, and mm-hmm. have a good conversation and listen to music all night long. And, um, but I remember when... Uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper brought out Scar Tissue. I was like, oh, yeah. Whoa. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. It's you know, it's beautiful. And uh, I have very many memories from that track. You know, kissing yeah. kissing girls or drinking wine or you know, hugging buddies or you know, being in a beach house looking over the water in the summer. All these things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now I started with. Uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic with Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh, albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Scar, Scar Tissue was a good, that, that whole album was good, you know? Oh, I man. Get you. It, I get you. know, it struck, it, it hit me, you know? And, uh, it, you know, I think the age, the uncertainty, the, you know, the level of emotions in that track is just, yeah, it was a good thing. It was, it was, it was cool. like I said, like therapy in, in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know if I'm numb to, to the music of today, but I, 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 I'm just not, do you remember? Okay. So do you remember if you're like in your car driving, right? Driving on the, on the highway and a, and a song comes on, you hear it for the first time ever mm-hmm. and you absolutely fall in love with it and you have to listen to it again and you find it, right? You find the CD or whatever and you, you play it over and over and over and over until you finally get sick of it. Right. I haven't heard a song like that in a long time. As far as new music goes, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place, but maybe I, I should, you should send me a playlist or something because I will having- send you a, I'll send you my title playlist where I put in everything that I, you know, I really like. Okay. Um, the last time I had this experience and that's, that's not even a real high five track. There was Imogen Heap hide and seek. Okay. This, well, this is put together in a different way, in a wonderful way. You know, I think I heard mm-hmm. it a hundred times. I think my neighbor came and said, so you really like Imogen Heap or how is that? <laughs> At the moment, yeah, of course. I will send you a, t- a link to a title playlist where we put okay. in music uh, daily, uh, weekly. Depends on, you know, when we stumble over something which is worth listening. One, in a good hi-fi system. Two, it's a good track. You know, we're not, of course, we're not going to bring in trash recordings and so on because that's not really the case in this one. But this is uh, this is an audio vector playlist entitled i'm going to send you the link so please awesome. feel free to share with everyone yeah. who wants to you know follow follow a little bit of what we play in, uh, on our system i would love to hear it and yeah i'll share it in the description below as well that way we can so people can can hear what audio vector is all about you know that's a that's a good that is a great way to get to know somebody is to is to look at their playlist you know <laughs> i agree I agree. Uh, yeah. Some people are like, really? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but, uh, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm kind of, I'm pretty open when it comes to music. I like a yeah. little bit of everything. You oh, know, I can get, I, I can get into some, some rock, some, some classics, the classical music, uh, hip hop. Uh, not the new hip hop, the older hip hop, you know. Old hip hop, yeah, mostly. I think I maybe older tune took over a little bit, you know. So mm-hmm. it's kind of. But yeah, with every again taste, I agree with you. Old mm-hmm. school, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, Wu Tang uh, Clan, Method Man, Red Man, all that stuff is good. You know, I used I listen to that still. You know, yeah. I can still put on Method Man, Red Man, The Rock Wild, and think this is oh, I mean, I now remember my, my that's early, good stuff, right? Twenties and teen years, yeah, it's good. You'll, you'll never believe this, but uh, before before I was into audio and stuff, I've always been a photographer by trade, uh-huh. and I had the chance to actually go on tour for a couple years with Bone Thugs and Harmony, and that the coolest I think the coolest 
experience I had with them was I was taking pictures behind the scenes at um, a recording studio that they were uh, rehearsing at a rehearsal studio. And I had, I saw them perform crossroads right in front of me. And I was one of the only people in the room. And these guys just from memory just knew all these songs and, and they were, they were just incredible how they harmonize together and how they Mm -hmm. sing. And, and they're all, I think late 40s. Probably in their late forties now, but yeah, they yeah. they're they they were an incredible group of guys, and I had a great experience with that, and took a lot of pictures, of course, and met a lot really? of. I actually met Method Man, which uh, yeah. <laughs> is cool. Yeah, he's yeah. a big guy. He's a big he's guy. A big guy. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm six foot cool. tall, two hundred and thirty yeah. pounds, and this guy's like, <laughs> you know, about way above me. So. Yeah, yeah the, it's, rough, it's like, the rough voice, you know, he has he has everything. Oh yeah, know, and he, he's a character in a way. Oh, he's they a, are. Yeah, he and he stuck around for a while and talked to everybody and and kind of, you know, at the end of the day, these guys are just normal guys, you know. Yeah, they just course. like to have a good course, time. Man. They're just very good at something, and people recognize it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, my my friend. I uh, I think we're almost at an hour, which is awesome. Um, it went fast. This was a very fast hour. Did I, I had a good time with you? I think this is cool. Uh, you're a great guy. I I think uh, you know. I, I wish you all the best with with Audio Vector. Uh, please send uh, say hi to your dad uh, from my from my part, and tell him he he's got to be on the next one. You know, <laughs> I got I got to uh, meet. This guy. He's very, he's very, he's very, very willing to do one of these, these things, you know. He's uh, you gotta set, set, set some more time off because he has a lot of stories he wants to tell you. Like, oh, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. Yeah, I'll definitely set a lot of time for him. And uh, let's keep in touch. And um, after this, we'll we'll roll with the factory tour. And um, yeah, we'll we'll go from there. So thank you so much, Mads, for joining me. Thank you, Mike. It was a pleasure. Audio Architects, thank you so much for spending time on us. It was it was, it was just wonderful. And uh, welcome to the family. I look Thank forward you. to do much more, much more work with you in the future. Take care. Thank you. The, the, ple- the pleasure was mine. Thank you so much. Much. Much.